Hello, and welcome to Better Money by Elements Financial. We're your hosts. I'm Miranda Finley. And I'm Abby Askew. We're certified financial wellness professionals who have worked with thousands of people in all walks of life. And we're also real people with real financial experiences. We'll chat from both personal and professional viewpoints to help you make your money better. Today, we're going to talk with a guest about the main differences between banks and credit unions. So I want to introduce Tara Lambert. Hey, Tara. Hi, Marina. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I haven't. This is my podcast debut, so I'm very well, excited. We're super excited. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So this may be Tara's first experience with podcasts, but it's definitely not her first experience with credit unions. So we had to pull her in with all of her expert knowledge. Um, but there were a few uh, facts that I found on the internets um, <laughs> when I was hunting for material for this episode and. I was really surprised to find that as of 2018, there were 274 million credit union members worldwide, and 40 million of those members were added in just two years between 2016 and 2018. So credit unions, yeah, they continue to get more popular, and we're going to learn why today. Um, And then in the United States, public trust in credit unions stands at 60%, which is more than double of the trust that people have for big banks. So Tara, I want to ask you, um, in your experience with credit unions, um, when did you start working for a credit union? I started working when I was 18. So I am 20 years in the financial industry. <laughs> 20 years in. That's yeah. awesome. So you started out part-time, right? Working in college. Yeah. Yeah. Worked as a teller in college and um, got that experience and just loved helping people. What made you decide to like work at a credit union? It was just available? Yeah, it was family connection. So, I mean, and I had never had accounts at credit unions before. They had always been with big banks. Um, My parents had always banked at big banks, and it was quite an experience coming into a credit union, kind of not understanding. You know, I'm 18 years old, not really understanding how um, the financial world even works, but it was – Neat to kind of start helping people with money, you know, at 18 years old, and you all of a sudden have this cash tray full of money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but it's interesting working because it's similar. I was just a little bit older than you when I started working for a financial institution. And when you get to be a teller and you're dealing with money, it stops being money at some point to you. (laughs) A hundred percent. And you've worked for several different credit unions, so big and small, um, both here in Indiana and in other states, right? Yes, yes. So you were saying that you had banked with big banks, that you didn't know a ton about credit unions coming in. So we want to talk about the differences between credit unions and banks today. So what do you think some of the key differences between credit unions and banks are? I think the first one that a lot of people don't understand is that when you have an account at the credit union, you're actually – you're a shareholder. You're an owner of the credit union. Um, And that's why a lot of them have like a share account that you have to have a minimum deposit in. Um, Most of them $5. I've seen up to 50 where they have to have that money in their account. But that's your ownership into the credit union, which is really cool um, because you can influence some of the decisions the credit union makes. Yeah, I love By giving that. your feedback, which we always love to hear feedback from our members, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Good and bad. <laughs> so credit unions are owned by their shareholders, and big banks are owned by stockholders, so people who have bought in that are expecting a profit on the other end, right? Yeah. So as credit unions, we have a purpose to serve people and not necessarily serve profit. So a lot of our earnings pour back into our member base. So what are some ways that you've seen that happen across the credit unions you've worked at? By having better rates and fees. Um, So you don't see a lot of fees at credit unions. They don't have minimum balances.
classes. They don't have minimum direct deposit requirements, which you see at a lot of the larger institutions. And then a lot of people come to credit unions for their loans because they realize that lending um, rates are a lot lower than they are at the banks. And um, that's some of the way that we give back to the members through um, a not-for-profit organization. Yeah. So I know that credit unions are are regulated a little differently um, when it comes to maximum interest rates. But can you talk about that? Yeah. So banks, if you have a bank credit card, you can see sometimes your interest rate can be 29% you know, percent, where at credit unions, we're regulated on to how high our rates can be. The max credit card rate at, on a credit union credit card is 18%. And that's a lot lower than what you'll see at a lot of the banks. So um, even though that's the max, you don't see that a lot. A lot of their credit card rates are a lot lower, you know, compared to a lot of the larger financial institutions. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes a big difference, especially when you're talking about a credit card and if you're carrying a balance over, um, because if you have one of, you know, the big name credit cards that have all the commercials, like your interest rate could be up to 30%. And so having something that's down, you know, a lot lower than that, you said, like maybe a third of what that that could be. Like if you're going to carry a balance on something, it costs you a lot less money, um, which is what our cre- what a credit union's goal is. Like, I mean, we we obviously, we're a not-for-profit org- organization, but, um, you know, we want to help our members and keeping, like you're going to have to borrow money at some point. You're going to need to use our services, but we don't want to price gouge you for that. We don't want to take advantage of you because you're someone who needs to borrow money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we even talked about that a little bit in the lending episode when we were talking about how it's really important for us to like meet people where they are and in every walk of life and every situation. And so that really feeds in well to what we do as a credit union and what we believe in because we want to make sure we're serving people who who might not be able to get you know loans or, or bank accounts or anything like that at other financial institutions because of their roles, um, we really work with you to learn what your story is. And we want to make sure, again, that, you know, we're not charging you more than what you should be charged just because, you know, you might not have the best credit or you might have a different financial situation than than the average member. So another cool prop, you know, for credit unions as well. Yeah, so. looking at people as if they're actual people, right. not just what numbers. What a concept. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. So switching gears a little bit away from lending and talking about deposit products, I know that uh, banks are federally insured. And so can you talk about the differences between that insurance and how credit unions are insured so that people can make sure that their money is safe with a credit union? Yeah. So banks, you'll hear a lot like on commercials and when you go into banks that they're insured by the FDIC. And that's the bank regulation, making sure that those banks don't go under, their your money is safe in that institution. And credit unions are insured the same way. Credit unions are insured by the NCUA, which is the National Credit Union Administration. And they are insured the same way as the FDIC. Your funds are safe up to $250,000, depending on how your accounts are structured. Mm -hmm. And so no matter where your money is, it's going to be protected um, with a bank or with a credit union. And when you say how your accounts are structured, you mean how many people are listed on the account, uh, how many different types of accounts you have, things like that. Yeah, ownership, um, d- depending on who's joint on the account and stuff like that. So if you're joint with a spouse, it might be structured differently than if it's a single account and stuff. Okay, so for, for further questions, you can always just ask your credit union representative if you're unsure about the insurance provided to you via your accounts. Yes, yes. yeah, and they should be very familiar with how to make sure you get the maximum protection on your account. 
In looking at the key differences between banks and credit unions, I think my favorite is how accessible credit unions are. So Mm. do you want to dive into the shared branches and ATM networks piece of it? Yes. So a lot of people go with banks because they think they have more accessibility than a credit union. Credit unions tend to be local in their community. And um, credit unions, because of that local community, have partnered with each other all over the country. And so we... Most credit unions are part of what's called the shared branching network. So with the accessibility, you can walk into almost any credit union nationwide and walk do a basic teller transaction. So you can withdraw cash. You can do a check deposit. You can make a loan payment. No matter where, if you're in a different state or city than where you're credit union is actually based. So that's very cool. Another aspect to that is that you can use their ATMs. So you don't, if you have an account with another credit union and they're within that shared branching network with their ATMs, you can withdraw cash at no fees. So there's a lot of accessibility more so. We, for instance, at Elements, we have over 80,000 ATMs that you can go to nationwide compared to a lot of the larger financial institutions that have like sixteen to 20000 that they can access. Yeah, I was going to say, the last time I looked, um, the credit union ATM network that Elements is a part of has four times the amount of ATMs globally as the largest bank in the United States. Oh, wait, globally? Globally, oh, yes. Hold on. So even if you're traveling internationally, so I've had the experience of uh, traveling internationally, um, having banked at Elements, and I have yet to be somewhere where I cannot access my funds. For free? S- for free, yes. Whoa. So Jamaica... Mexico, Ireland, I was able to walk into um, a financial institution there or find an ATM and get cash out absolutely for free. And it was super easy to find. Um, Similarly, in the United States, I have been hard pressed to be somewhere and and not find a credit union that is accessible to me. So for example, I'm from Florida. So I know every single time I'm home, I can go to Space Coast Credit Union and access my Elements accounts if I absolutely needed to. And I love that because when I banked at a bank before, if I I walked into another large bank and said, hey, can I get money out of my bank account? They would have laughed me out of the bank. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I love that accessibility. We understand that building brick and mortar branches and spending our members' money that way might not be in their best benefit. So instead, we take the profit we do make and we pour it into products and services that we think are truly going mm. to benefit people. A couple of my favorite things that we offer like that are an adoption loan. Yeah. So this was a need that we oh. saw a lot with a lot of with some of our members because adoption is expensive both mm-hmm. domestically and internationally and those babies just need love mm-hmm. and so finding a way to fiscally provide to those hopeful parents was something that we built on our own um, and was kind of unprecedented in our industry. Um, Something else that we offer is our financial wellness education. So this podcast, the classes we teach, the classes we have online available to our members, um, both modules that you can work through and classes that we teach via video, all of that is provided from the profits that that we have. So it's really our desire to lessen your fees, lessen your interest rates on your loan products, increase your your um, interest rates on your deposit products, and get you to a place of financial success. So now that we've talked about the key differences in credit unions in general, Tara, I want to ask you about your actual experience working for several different credit unions. So you've worked for small mom and pop credit unions, larger credit unions, credit unions that had more of a national footprint. So tell me about the differences between those. All credit unions are here to help people. So the credit union philosophy is people helping people. Mm. And so I think all credit unions have that 
ingrained in them that they want to come and help their members. Um, they get to know their members a little bit more than what I think some of the larger institutions you see. You know when somebody walks in kind of what their background is because you talk to them and you understand why there may be a need or why their mm. accounts are structured a certain That's way. Great. So most credit unions started with a select employer group, or a, you'll hear a lot of people call it a SEG. Um, they started either military, um, there's different industries that have gotten or started with different credit unions. So like how we started with Lily. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, but a lot of credit unions have gone where they don't want to just help that segment of people. They want to help the community. And so mm-hmm. they have switched their membership to, even though they still have a strong relationship with that main that base. initial partner. Th- yeah. Yes. They... Um, have now structured where, depending on where you live, work, worship, or attend school, can become a member of that credit union. Mm. So that is a more community-based credit union as opposed to just a seg-based credit union. So a lot of people still believe that you have to belong to a certain industry or work for a certain employer to belong to a credit union. But with that transition over to the community, anybody can find a credit union that they can belong to. That's awesome. So in in looking at uh, what makes you eligible for membership at a credit union, there are those two different types. So there's the community charter, the select employee group based. And um, regardless of the original charter or how they're chartered today, there's usually a way that you can find into a credit union and you can find being eligible. I think something that we're all really passionate about when it comes to credit unions is helping people understand that credit unions are, they may have once been a small mom and pop venture. They might have once been solely to serve the select employee group that they were initially um, founded by. But today, we're really full service financial institutions. And so that's going to vary from credit union to credit union and their offerings. But we want to provide a full service while also providing a small town feel. So can you speak on your experience with that with several different credit unions, Tara? Yeah, some of the smaller credit unions and even larger credit unions, people think, I'll go there to get my car loan, but I'm going to have my checking account at a larger financial institution. And it's yes, we do have great rates on our loans because of um, our giving back to our membership. But we can service everybody. And like we talked about with the accessibility into different credit unions all over the country and all over the world, that we are able to service and do all of those. We have invested in technology. So our members can access their accounts and do all of the stuff that the larger financial institutions like their mobile apps and stuff can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Elements, I mean, we work really, really hard to make sure that our technology is just, I mean, up in the same level as our competitors. So we're even a lot better than some of these local mom and pop financial institutions because they don't have the money to invest in that kind of stuff. Um, because we know that our membership base is all over the world, um, thanks to our Lilly Foundation, we, we just make sure that all of our technology is going to work wherever you are um, and so that you can access your accounts and things like that. Um, we, we take pride in that. And so that's one cool benefit about Elements is that, you know, we are very local to Indianapolis, but we also make sure that you have all of the resources that you need in order to do the banking that you need to do. I mean, she was mentioning our checking accounts and like right now we have our checking account pays like one of the best rates in the country, which is insane um, when you look at it compared to other places. So um, we try to very much make sure our members' money is at forefront 
content um, so we can be good stewards of that and then also make sure that, you know, you're getting paid what you should get paid on deposit accounts and only paying what you should pay on um, loan. So pretty cool concept. Absolutely. And all of our roles, Tara, Abby, and my role at the credit union is to build relationships with our members to make sure that they're getting absolutely everything that they need and that they can utilize to um, their best benefit everything that we have to offer. So you've talked a lot about your credit union experience, Tara, um, but it sounds like you might have experience elsewhere. So can you talk about that? Um, I, into my career, several years into my career, I thought that I needed to go and experience the large bank. So I went the opposite. I went from a credit union to a bank and working at a bank, it was so different because I was used to being able to offer products and services that are going to best service that member that walked in the Mm door. Um, with the banks, you come in and maybe somebody you know isn't going to have enough direct deposits, so they're going to have to pay for their checking account. Or they apply for a loan, and they wonder why they got denied, and you're not able to dig. And so I felt like my hands were really tied working for the larger financial institution. I um, wanted to be able to help these people when they walked in the door, and all I could feel in my heart was, just go down the street to the local (laughs) credit union. (laughs) Um, But in my head, I had to, you know, I was working for this financial institution. So I had to make sure I was offering, you know, the products and services that they offered. So yeah, to the best benefit of the bank versus the person in front of you, correct? Yes. Yes. And I think even for me going from a bank to now working for Elements, even the difference in how we um, reference the people who are a part of our institution. So at Credit Unions, we have members. So we're about that community feel. We want a person to feel as if they're a part of the institution, whereas banks reference the people that belong to them as customers. So it's very transactional. Mm, They're looking for the bottom line. And so I feel like even that's very different um, in my experience coming from a bank to a credit union. So in, uh, you know, I kind of just want to summarize, you've had tons of experience with several different credit unions, you went to a bank, and so you know the differences between those working for them as an employee. But what sets elements apart? So you, you I mean, you've worked for six credit unions yeah. Yeah, across your career. <laughs> Thanks um, for so reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we needed your experience. Um, and we and we love her feedback and we love learning um, um, from Tara and everything that she's learned across her experiences. But what makes Elements different? I love the products and services that we offer. So mm. we offer a high interest checking account, just like Abby said, that um, I think our products and services go above and beyond some of even the other credit unions that I worked for. Um, they're all great and they all have great products and services to offer their members. But seeing some of these really giving back to our membership. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe we don't have all of the brick and mortar that a lot of credit unions do and banks do. And even though um, we have the accessibility for our members, since we don't invest in that, we're really able to give back to our members. And the products and services, I think, just stand out beyond all of the other financial institutions that I worked for. Absolutely. And like what Abby mentioned, like we've been very cognizant knowing that we don't have very many brick and mortar locations. So we needed to make up for that somehow. So since we have members in all 50 states in over 50 countries, it was really important for us to have person-to-person payments, technology that felt easy to use for people either mm-hmm. via a mobile app or online. You can take a photo of a check and deposit it. So we have all of that technology that brings bank 
banking to you instead of you having to go out and seek your banking. Um, I also love that we keep the majority of things in-house. So our credit card portfolio is in-house. 60% of our mortgage portfolio is in-house. So we're not selling off a ton of loans. We manage most of our servicing ourselves. I think that's one of, another one of the biggest differences is here at Elements, I know exactly who to contact if somebody's having an issue. Yeah, when we were working in the office regularly, I could walk to their yes, desk right. and yeah. say, hey, can you help me with this? Um, this member really needs right. needs to be taken care of. Um, Tara, yeah. thank you so much for um, lending your experience to us and showing us the differences between um, banks and credit unions. Thank yeah. you all for joining us on Better Money with Elements Financial as we talk through the differences between banks and credit unions. We hope that you were able to take something away from this to make your money better. If you need anything else from us in the meantime, visit elements.org slash bettermoney and reach out to us at bettermoney at elements.org. Thank you so much. Have a good day.